a lot of them. Ice on me, I'm popping. Try and get like me. Alrighty, happy Friday, everyone. I'm really, really excited for today's Stick With Your Dreams. We got episode 57, uh, Sean Dollinger, the founder of Plant X. I'm really excited to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us on. Of course, of course. Well, uh, big fan of yours. I've been following along from the U.S. Um, you know, would love to hear a, more about your story. I think this is a really exciting, um, you know, episode because um, we don't get to spend as much time covering marketplaces and e-commerce based businesses um, around a topic that I love, which is uh, plant based food and beverage products and, uh, you know, supplements and anything and everything plant based. So excited to hear your story and, and thanks for hopping on with us. Yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, marketplaces. Uh, I know in the US, they're extremely hot. And in Canada, uh, there's a bit of a education curve around that, you know, uh, say plant based platform, people are always like, what is that? You know, um, are you not a brand? Are there no products? And my background's really been 20 years of specialty e commerce building platforms around like minded individuals who really believe in um, the community that we're creating. And uh, my last company was an extremely successful online company in the agriculture space. But um, after leaving that company in February of 2019, felt like didn't really make a, a change or an impact uh, in the world. And um, for me, for the last 10 years, I've been living a plant-based lifestyle, lost 60 pounds, which was like 30% of my body weight. And wow. um, yeah, figured why not take this platform that's been developed over 20 years, different pieces to it and create something that really gives back and helps people change the way they feel about themselves and the way they carry themselves, you know, through the world. And, and what I think is really interesting, can you talk a little bit about your dietary uh, changes that you've made? I mean, losing that much weight and, uh, and you're really going all in on plant-based. I'd love to hear how that's kind of changed your life. And I love that that's kind of a core uh, value for you in, in PlantX. Yeah, super passionate about it. And uh, like I mentioned, it started 10 years ago, but it started much before that. Everybody always wants to diet. And yeah, just imagine I was uh, 60 pounds overweight and maybe even more and uh, the anxiety that came with it and every part of it. And when you start dieting, when you start looking at things like that, it's more of a lifestyle change that's needed. And I'm not one who's like, I'm, I'm mostly gluten free. But then if you look at some of the ingredients in gluten free products, at the end of the day, those might be worse for you than actually just eating the gluten them, them, themselves. So when I started looking more into it, sourdough is actually extremely beneficial. So why not tweak? So I apply that rule to pretty much everything out there. And at Plantex and um, Alex Hoffman, who, who co-founded the company with me, you know, we're big, big believers at the end of the day, make people feel welcomed. You know, if people feel judged, and I still remember during that 10 year journey, uh, and still goes on today, even when I say I'm plant based right away, people say, what do you mean? You don't eat chicken, you don't eat meat, you don't eat fish. And at the end of the day, it's your own journey through life. And why should you be questioned about it? So at Plantex, we've decided to take the approach, hey, if you had a steak yesterday, or a hamburger for lunch today, and you want to try plant based living, we love you come give us a try and we'll take you through the journey. Love that. And I saw too in your past, uh, you know, when I was doing a little research on you, you do have some experience in the food and beverage industry with a, I believe a pizza a company and, and a taco business. Can you share a little bit about those as well? 
Yeah, food's always been really important to me, even mm. colleagues and everything. You go out, you break bread around a dinner table, and uh, there's a connection made. Stories are shared. And uh, I've always loved it. And when I started spending some time in Winnipeg, Manitoba, there there wasn't that many pizza options. It was either your Domino's and Papa John's, which it's great if you're on the go. And uh, then there were some really gourmet pizza places, like super, super expensive. And there was nowhere really that a family could go and just enjoy a pie with some salad and, and enjoy their time. So that's where uh, Carbone was born, I believe now back in 2010. So it's been 11 years and uh, Benji Nasberg now runs that and he's taking the company public actually in the next few months and um, definitely, but don't kid yourself for a second. The restaurant business is a extremely difficult one at the end of the day, especially in Canada. I know you said that you're in the US where Minimum wage for servers is like five fifteen, or maybe it's moved up since then because they factor in the tips. In Canada, there's no two tiered system, so you're paying every single person fifteen dollars an hour. Servers are making more money than the actual people starting the places, so it's really wow. really interesting in Canada. So restaurants in Canada arguably could be one of the most challenging businesses because the restaurant industry is one of the hardest in the U.S. So double hard in Canada. Double hard, mix in a snowstorm minimum, I believe these days is three or four hours. You still need to pay everybody for if they enter the door. So it's definitely a, a difficult one. Wild. Well, uh, super, super interesting. And, and it sounds like you've had uh, exposure to all sorts of businesses. Um, you know, with that in mind, I'd love to hear uh, how did you even go about starting Plantex? I'd assume marketplaces um, are insanely competitive. I know, uh, you know, obviously there's the Amazons of the world. Uh, there are some new emerging ones like Bubble Goods. But talk to us about how, where do you even start if you want to launch a marketplace? So I learned my uh, whole e-commerce background from somebody by the name of Ryan Cohn, who arguably is one of the number one e-commerce gurus in the world. Uh, he started Chewy.com, which sold for three and a half billion dollars and currently worth over 40 billion. And if you look at Zappos, um, these people develop a model around uh, specialty e-commerce. So like even if you use Chewy as an example, they were uh, they managed to take 55 percent of the market share of the pet industry. And if you start wrapping your head around that and you start thinking about the Walmarts of the world, the PetSmarts of the world, and all these other massive stores that have such buying power, how did he penetrate the market in five years to take that? And that's really what we've done in the plant-based space is create a platform that makes people feel welcome that they don't need to worry. I can't tell you, even when I've gone to really nice restaurants in Los Angeles, who should be on the forefront of plant-based living, or at least have the knowledge. And I'm still asked, hey, is it okay if we give you egg? Or is it okay if there's some milk in those products? And you're like, no, plant-based, everything's from plants. And uh, we, we decided to develop this platform where people could come have fun, look at all the products and not need to worry about the ingredients in it because it's a big enough challenge to start trying to live a plant-based lifestyle or start making this massive change in your life. We just want it to be convenient and easy. So interesting. And, and how do you build community? Because your biggest challenge is getting to the tipping point where you have a community that supports the marketplace 
Um, obviously, once you've hit scale, uh, probably a lot easier to continue building and investing in it. Um, but with so many marketplaces, um, you know, what 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 were some of your early learnings to really allow you to gain traction? And maybe that's an, uh, an obsession with plant with a specific specialty set and then being the best curator of that. But any other tips for people trying to build marketplaces? Listen, it's definitely not easy attracting. And like you said, once you have somebody in your environment, that's what happens at Plantex, right? You could come in through the meal delivery vertical. You could come through our plant subscription for the homes. You could come uh, for a plant-based cosmetic or grocery at the end of the day. And we find our customers extremely sticky once they uh, enter the environment. But like you said, how do you go about um, starting it all? And in plant-based living, there is a big challenge for the people who don't believe in a plant-based lifestyle. Right away, their back goes up a little bit about even entering into the store or in the environment. And somebody who we've been working with, his name's Matthew Kenny, uh, arguably the number one vegan chef in the world. Uh, he has 55 uh, concepts uh, circulating the globe. And he said it best. He said, why do you need to point out that it's plant-based at the end of the day? And we put a whole spin now on our markets, calling it X market. And this morning I actually was with a friend who's a huge carnivore who actually got really upset at me one time when he met me in New York and I took him for a vegan meal instead of a steak. And uh, we had this whole discussion today how now that it's just called X market, why would you not go and explore and check it out? Well, if it was plant-based and all these different things. So we try to apply this concept to our e-commerce where getting people in the door, let them just come, let them just try. And we know that they'll be hooked on it. So interesting because for us, we have a hundred percent plant-based in our logo, right? And in the early days, five, six years ago, when we were trying to build the company, we had customers, investors, people who didn't even want to touch us because there was a vegan product. So instantly you're out. This is ice cream. It's vegan, not touching it. There's obviously been a ton of, uh, you know, just an evolution in, in plant-based consumption and a huge popularity. Now plant-based is really starting to, uh, you know, move throughout the country and nationally and globally. But um, my, my question to you is as X market, um, you guys will still only do plant-based products or is there a plan to explore products that aren't even plant-based? No, we're going to stick with plant-based because at the end of the day, I think there's all these myths around uh, the way people eat. At the end of the day, people saying that they need protein and they need all these things measured. I've seen it firsthand uh, from individuals that go against that completely and they perform at a level that is rarely seen. So at the end of the day, I think that plant-based living is actually a benefit and better for people out there. And we want to stick true to that. But we'll keep exploring new products. So we'll keep uh, plant-based cosmetics, vitamins uh, for the people who, who believe in vitamins out there. We want to be able to be this one-stop shop for everything plant-based. And that's really our goal. And back to your previous question about marketplace, if you're going to form a marketplace, you better have a fantastic selection. And I believe to get to that point, especially in an environment like ours in the plant-based world that's accelerating so quickly, you need at least 10,000 products to have any type of a chance out there. The great thing about us being in food versus some of the other industries I was in, uh, a skew isn't that expensive at the end of the day. 
that's two, three dollars. You buy a case, you're out thirty dollars per SKU or fifty dollars per SKU, and then you see which ones accelerate. It's okay if you sell out in your first week or two, then you just get more in. That's the beauty about food, as well as the recurring revenue. So you could start projecting that growth. Where in other industries that I've been in, it's always one-off sales. So every day we're fighting for that customer. And once they've purchased from us, we have no follow through. So uh, love what we're doing. What do you say to, you know, we, and I just am curious how, how you respond to in, individuals like your friend that you spoke to who eat meat, um, are dabbling with plant-based products, uh, but have a tough time committing 100% uh, to a plant-based diet and feel like they can't get the proper nutrients um, or supplements needed by only eating plant-based products. So I, I tried to show by example, right? Like here I am, lost 60 pounds, never thought that it would be humanly possible to not eat meat, not eat steak, not eat all these different things. And I'm in the gym uh, five days a week, uh, especially when I'm back in Vancouver with a trainer pushing me. And he goes, Sean, when I first met you, you said you were vegan, plant-based, scratched my head a little bit. You're like the only client that's uh, full, fully plant-based. And um, he turned to me the other day and he goes, do you know that your workouts, you do 150% to 200% more than anyone else um, that works out with me? And he's like, sometimes I question, you must be taking supplements, you must be taking something. And at the end of the day, I just believe if you listen to your body and put in what, what it needs, uh, it knows what to do with it. Like your body doesn't recognize AB, like it's all fuel going in. And your body knows what to do with it. And you got to believe that your body knows what to do with it. So that's why like a lot of people are into supplements and vitamins. And personally, I'm not because I feel that if you take too much of something, your body's just going to get rid of it anyways. So if you take your blood, which, you know, I do uh, a couple times a year and the blood work comes back perfect, then and, and it's not showing you need more vitamins and all these other things, then why do you need to go ahead and do it? So it goes back to the food process as well. And I think something that's really important is people think they can't get full from plant-based living. If you came for Syrian with me last night, you definitely would have left the table absolutely stuffed, rolling out of there, and um, it just had the most incredible flavors. So I think just people need to give it a try. And um, as you said, you, you've been in the industry five, six years, and you've seen the change. Our timing was absolutely perfect at Plantex because we were actually born during a pandemic where people decided they wanted to take better care of themselves, that they wanted to start uh, healthier living. So our timing couldn't have been more perfect to launch this online platform and, and get the interest that we have. And what are some of the biggest challenges for people building marketplaces? Um, is you know I don't understand necessarily how capital intensive it is. I would assume it is. Uh, requires a lot of investment, but for you taking this business to the next phase of growth, what are some of the day-to-day -day challenges you're experiencing? Listen, here you've got somebody with 20 years of e-commerce learned from probably the best uh, e-commerce person out there. And even through um, everything that I have learned in this industry, I'm like, oh my God, I never realized that we'd be shipping out something that costs $2.50 or $4.50 for an oat milk. And an oat milk is heavy. And oat milks are number one skew. So yeah. all of a sudden started saying where I used to have one distribution center for the world and use our 85% discount with FedEx to move it along. And actually, um, you know, our director of operations, Michael Bleacher said it to me. He goes, Sean, 
how are you, how are you gonna go ahead and ship this from the US overseas and still make money? And I said, oh man, you know what? You're right. So I think the point that I'm getting at is I'm even learning every day. And now we need to go ahead and launch five distribution centers so we could do same day ground delivery. And thank God FedEx and UPS and these others now offer seven day a week delivery. So we won't have uh, refrigerated and frozen items sitting in a box over the weekend. But these are all the things. So I'm always people are always about like making sure a website's 100% perfect. I think if the website goes live and it's 100% perfect, you've launched it too late because you've spent too many times no going question. And then same thing. Um, yeah, it's just at the end of the day, you, you just never know what what's going to come up. So just go. How for does it. last? How does the innovation in last mile with the GoPuffs, Fridge No More's, Gorillas um, of the world? How does that affect your business? Listen, at the end of the day, we just stay focused on uh, Plantex. Uh, there's so many competitors out there. There's so many people doing different things. And how do you differentiate yourselves from everyone else? And just got to have confidence in the team that you build. Uh, again, it goes back to the selection at the end of the day. And a lot of collabs, uh, being a platform versus a brand, it actually offers a lot of opportunity out there. And um that's what, uh, what we'll keep our heads down and, and build the largest plant-based platform that's ever existed. I love that. What uh, advice would you give for founders looking to get into the space, specifically e-commerce, food and beverage, marketplaces, um, anyone who's trying to build something comparable? Understand what you're getting into. Um, e-commerce is a difficult one as well. Like the restaurant business is tough. Uh, when companies do $7 billion in revenue and still lose money, you got to scratch your head. And sure, it's all about customer acquisition at the end of the day, introducing new products. But when does it end? You always got to get a bigger distribution hub. If, you're, uh, if your revenue goes up, you need more inventory on the shelf. And it's a constant challenge at the end of the day. So you got to, one, make sure your margins are good. And e-commerce and a platform, if you're not making 35% plus, game over, in my opinion. You, you just cannot compete. What we're going to be doing at Plantex is introducing a lot of our own private label, where the margins are 50 to 65%. So then once you have the trust uh, of your customer, then you could start introducing some of those products to them. And as long as you do a great job in sourcing them and making sure they're high quality products, uh, there's no no challenge in introducing them. So I, I think okay. that uh, you just definitely need to know what you're getting into. Amazing. And then, you know, want to be cognizant of time here, but the last thing I'll ask you is, it sounds like there's a this is really a mission-driven company. When you look at Plan X, a decade from now, two decades from now, what's the impact that you're really hoping to have with this business? Um, you know, what drives you every day when things are really, you know, not not as fun or glamorous as most people uh, project entrepreneurship to be? Listen, it's unbelievable how quickly the uh, world is moving, right? So to think about 10 years from now, people could be living on on Mars in 10 years from now, right? Like uh, it had been how many years that NASA stopped their program and then magically three companies at the same time are, are launching rockets to outer space. So the, the, the world is moving at a speed that I don't think any of us have ever seen. And um, I just know every day, we put in as many hours as possible into Plantex to make sure that we're ahead of the curb. And uh, again, it's really important to me to keep adding 
more products. We've made a lot of acquisitions in the first year. So instead of going ahead and making even more acquisitions, we're really now going to keep our head down. There's going to be a, you'll be the first one to kind of hear it. Uh, we're about a month away from launching our fitness platform on the PlantX platform. And we, believe that, and we believe that's the last step of our foundation. I believe your foundation needs to be rock solid. And then from there, you could go up. So now we have the plants for the home on the wellness side of things. You've got the, the energy you're putting into your body and the way you carry your way through life should be even more about being amazing and then um, taking care of yourself. And that's where the fitness piece comes in. So this completes the puzzle that everybody a year ago was saying, what's going on here? And um, away we go. Well, Sean, congratulations. Incredibly inspiring. Uh, really resonates with me. Uh, big fan over here. Uh, guys, check out planx.com. And uh, yeah, you know, we're going to follow along. But thanks for, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for having us on. Awesome. Cheers, Sean. Have a great weekend. Have a good one.